Jen. And this is Christine. And, and we are She Nanigans. Thanks for stopping by. Today's podcast is paired with Nantucket Blue Blueberry Vodka Soda. This features triple eight vodka, natural blueberry, and lemon flavors with carbonate. Delicious. <laughs> it reminds me of blueberries on our vacation. Cheers. We are so excited. Yes, we are. To welcome our friends. Our token dude. <laughs> our first straight dude. Since. Really? Yes. Well, I feel oh, like, wow. Yeah. We only have one dude we on every exist. season. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, except for the Supreme Court, but yeah, <laughs> oh <my> still here. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Our first straight dude, Kevin Redman. And the only dude of the season. Yes. Because Steve was wow. on last season. Jeez, and I came in yeah. thinking you were like crawling off the beach, like we just need a live body here. Like <laughs> no. we're covered in sand, we're sunburned, we're exhausted. I just come need on somebody in, Kevin. come in and just talk real Join quietly. The party. <laughs> just you know, just say some stuff so we can record this. <laughs> oh my god, we're so happy to have you here. So I've yes. known you, Kevin, since I was underage and drinking. Me too. <laughs> Which is a long time. Which is crazy because we just realized you're 20 years older right? than, than we are. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, were drinking when we were like war. two. <laughs> yeah, because I'm in my 20s. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> no that one needs come to up know later, now. Yeah. All right, yeah. so yeah, we should, like, full disclosure, I'm 57 and you are... 37. Mid-30s. Dude, just, what just was that? Go oh, to the ballpark. I'm okay with 47. Me we too, heard the actually. last episode. You guys never get it straight. I know. No, yeah. we're okay with 47. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay, so Christine's <laughs> 24. Depends. Yeah, yeah, and I always great. say 30s, and but we went to high school together. I stayed back a lot. I, it's yeah. funny. Every time my birthday rolls around, I lie the other way. I tell people I'm 63. Like, why lie younger? <laughs> you look amazing. Right? Yeah. You look, you look yeah, great for 63. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm, I'm 57. But Yeah. That's, Thank you. So we move on. Oh, I might do that now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to steal you that. You can use that. You have, so, you have a very good microphone voice. Because he was a sport. You were a sports writer. That doesn't matter. I, started on, I do say I've got a face made for radio. Yeah, same. Right? Same. I've been saying that for a long time. But you are right. I did, And I didn't know till the last episode that you were an aspiring journalist. But I yeah, was. I yes, to, I really wanted to go to Emerson. I went to Boston University and I was a journalism major and I was a sports writer for 12 years. That's awesome. That is yeah. amazing. What paper did you write for? I started, I wrote six years for the Haverhill Gazette. And then mm. I, after that, uh, I worked for another six years for uh, community newspapers covering weeklies. I was a sports editor for Chelmsford, Westford, Littleton, Bilrica, all around that oh, area. Oh, that's so cool. Um, but I would probably still be living with my mom if I was getting a sports writer's salary. Then. Oh, I know. So, the, the journalism So I opted salary. for the big bucks of teaching. And yes. I, and I, I love, Jen, that you go, what newspaper did you write for? It also shows our age. Oh, yeah, I love right. a newspaper. Yeah. I right. still do. I mean, yeah. right, because we're in our 40s. So well, that's when I like go a, to my mom's or grandmother's house, I'll always just pick up the paper and yeah. read it. Because I'm like, what's going on locally? That's like <laughs> in your bathroom, I pick up the People magazine. <laughs> my Nana. I know. <laughs> my Nana. Always. Yeah. It's great. has been paying for a subscription for about 20 years. Yeah. Still coming in with her name on it. Yeah. It's awesome. so great. That's Marie. Great. Yeah. Donnie Marie. Marie. Nan. She's still reading it. She absolutely is. Yes, in yes. your bathroom when she comes over. <laughs> She's so distraught about the royals. I know. She knows everything about celebrity gossip, though. She's like, yeah. that Kim Kardashian, she, mm -hmm. that ass. No, yeah. she doesn't say that. Yeah, hope she doesn't have internet. <laughs> She's like, she that keep Fanny. that away. So, teachers, let's talk about that. Mm. So, you went from 
journalism to teaching. Yeah. So you've been teaching where? I just finished my 23rd year at Tingsboro High School. That's awesome. Couldn't be happy with what I do. What do you teach? I teach high school English. Makes sense. Journal, Uh, being a writer and all kinds of different grades any given year. It's a small school. We're under 500 students, uh, freshmen through uh, seniors. What I think I'm happiest about is we have five different teachers in the department. The newest one just finished his 20th year. Oh, wow. wow. So we've been a team. So you, you two know what it's like to be a team. Yes. You guys are a very young team, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what's great is, you know, we ask our students all the time. You know, none of us teach the same way. Every classroom experience is different. But when we get in a meeting together, we just, we're great. You know, we can have a discussion. We can agree and disagree. And that's awesome. I like do that. what's best I for the too, kids. Yeah. And, uh, I think you have to be able to disagree and still respect each other. Absolutely. As a country, yeah, as a, a team, as a... Everything, all of it. As, uh, you know, even in like small, small settings and big settings, I think it's a a good learning lesson. And it's being able to do that. Right. Respecting other people's opinions. And yeah, there's a shortage of that right now. There really is. Yeah, there really is. And I think that we should be more open to that for sure. So tell us your favorite part of teaching. Well, it's definitely the students. Um, they're, good. That's they're good. Just, <laughs> yeah, right, definitely right. wearing a suit. A key part, yeah. <laughs> no, if a teacher ever says the summers, that's a flag, right? Because you yeah. still got to muddle through four terms of teaching kids to read and write. But no, they're just, you know, again, it's a small school, so I see them multiple times. So I'll see them when they're freshmen, and sometimes you're just a basket case, right? You just don't know what, what is going on. <laughs> I was. Right? Yeah. Who does when you're yeah. 15, right? Some do come ready-made. But then you get to teach them again and again. And I've had a, just so many students over the years that have had two, three, four times. Oh, that's cool. That is super cool, yeah. And you see them go off and do what they're doing now. And, and they're they're traveling overseas. I've got former students. One just hiked the Pemajawasset Loop. One's in the Netherlands oh. for eight weeks. Oh, One's really cool. One's in Portugal for eight weeks this summer. They're, they're doing grad school. And they they're, keep in touch with you. Well, that's, you know, for all the, all the hell that social media brings to the world. I say to them, when you graduate, we can check in. Yeah, right? yeah that's we'll do awesome. Instagram. My Instagram is harmless. It's mountains and my dog. Yeah. yeah. Right? If you don't want me to follow you, I understand that. You can deny my request. Right. But that's so but cool that's that an, you get to see. It's, it's an easy way to check in. And, you know, every now and then our, our guidance counselors want to say, can we get some people back in the building, talk about engineering, talk about yeah, that's you know, awesome. Whatever. And we can kind of recruit people to come back and talk about what's going on at Cornell and what's going on at Babson and all right. of that stuff. So that's awesome. What's um, one of the coolest things your student and one of your students has done? One of my very first, she wanted to go into social work. She could have done anything. She was absolutely brilliant. She could have done anything she wanted and she chose to get her master's in social work and work with disadvantaged youth and, Amazing. and, and all of that. And and that was what she did. And then once she married, her husband got relocated. They spent several years in London where she had her first two of her three sons. Wow. And now they're back. They're back living in Massachusetts. So that, in terms of coolest, it was sort of like she just let her life unfold. Yeah. You know, yeah. she wasn't on this track like, I must do this. I have to do this. You know, she she did what she wanted to do and she still continues to do what she wants to do. And and that's somebody I trade a letter with, you know, that's once or great. twice a year. And, and that's really cool. And I think that's important too. Just to let your life unfold sometimes. I mm-hmm. think as, especially students, and when you're going into college, you're expected to choose a major yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. at 18 years old, which I think is... No one knows. No one Most knows. Most people don't know. 
Right. I didn't know. Yeah. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? Yeah. yeah. And at 18. Very right. daunting. With that phrase, the rest of your life. The rest yeah. of your life. Right. I don't really want to work all that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I do right. other things? Right. What you can really I do want that doesn't require work? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like keep doing what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. I sleep and hike on Saturdays and do other things. I want you to keep paying for everything, <laughs> mom and dad. That's what I want to do the rest Stay of my life. Stay in this really comfy twin bed. This is really nice. I just have to say, though, I think having a male teacher that is involved in your in your students is so important. There's all teachers are so important and so impactful, but Owen had a teacher in eighth grade. He just finished his freshman year who lost a brother. And he really like years and years when he was younger and he really, he might've even had him in seventh grade, but he connected with Owen and keeps in touch with him. And he just messaged, he just texted him the other day to check in on him. And Owen showed me, he's like, he just messaged me. It like means so much mm-hmm. yeah. right. to to students, to kids, to have these educators who are, I mean, you guys are with them a lot. You see them all day. And to have that, you know, influence is really, is really cool. That connection. If you have a a true connection with somebody, I mean, teachers are so important to our lives. If you think about your teachers, we just talked about this on a former episode. Who was your favorite? Yes. We we also talked about who was our least favorite. And it was, sorry, it was our senior year English teacher. English teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's probably bitter somewhere. No, she's probably a hundred. She's probably, yeah. She's probably not. Making nursing home staff miserable. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But the the good ones are so are so important to you. Yeah. you never forget them, right? right? And it's funny you made that point. Like our our school is interesting, and I know you love shout outs. So shout out to Tingsboro High School. Our English department has one female teacher; all the rest are male. Wow. Our math department is predominantly female. Oh, I love that. Which you would not Roll think reversal. that, right? It's a complete yeah. Reversal. Colin, my oldest, was in honors freshman year English, and he was the only boy in his class. Yeah. And I think I told you a story, and I'm glad oh, he, he doesn't yes. listen to this, but. He had to get up and do a presentation and he didn't sleep for two nights before mm-hmm. because he was afraid of something happening. Do you know what that thing happening right. could be? Yeah. So <laughs> he was- Are you talking about a boner? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like- say, get behind the podium. I wasn't- I know. Oh, yeah. I was like, get behind the podium. Or, or, oh, yeah. You know, he was Was like, there a podium? No. Oh, no. He should have requested one. There were practical ways to deal with that. I know. So <laughs> he, Right? So he was so- Well, no, because you have to stand. So he's like, at that point, taller than the- desk. Oh, I'm thinking of me. Sorry. I know, me too. Yeah, so he was terrified. <laughs> he was the only boy. And I was like, dude, that's great. But they said boys typically don't mature until a little bit later. 45. Yeah. 40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if yeah. that, if that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the girls don't always get there that quick either. I'm still, yeah, no. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still there. Yeah. She's still maturing. Not always yeah. a bad thing. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah I just diagnosed yeah. her in the, in the last, another episode. <laughs> It was like two things, oh. I think. <laughs> yeah. But the connections, that's what you mentioned. That's, that is the best part of the job. And that's what happens when you have them over several years, you know, and, the, and then you see them. We just, we had graduation and graduation is great. We're doing it outdoors now. And when it's over, everybody's on the football field at the end of the night. That's oh, awesome. And that's you just cool. kind of, yeah. you roam around and you see like, you know, a kid kind of lights up and says, I need a picture. And, oh, you know. did you ever get welly during graduation? Crying. Tears. Teary. Um, no. <laughs> You're like, no. Kevin just went, d- the dog look. No, yeah. I actually Lee. misheard the word, so oh. that's okay. Welly. No, not even like I was going to say, enough, not my, even when John graduated. Yeah, my, my son did go to my own school, so. Oh, um, that's cool. And it was. I've got maybe four classes I could name that were just awesome. Like, I love every year. I love every year. But some groups. Yeah, I think that's so. Yeah, that's a and, and his, even if he didn't go to Tingsboro, that would have been one of my favorites. Did but you teach him? Just in one elective, it was wow. an SAT prep class. Because in a core class, you just want to yeah. stay away from that. It's yeah. a small town. You know, you don't want to. 
Yeah. You don't want to go there. I feel like even Be if like, it's like, John, what the hell is this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even if it's a gigantic But it was, it was kind of cool to put him into other people's hands. Yeah. And say, you know, let's see, let's see what happens. But, um. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> you know, but, he's a you good know, you kid. Can't, but you know, you know, with your own, you can't, you can't pick the grade they land in. No. Right. And, and you, you can look maybe the year ahead. What if they were in that group? What if they're in the year behind? Yeah. And everything's, it's all that, that's what life is. Right. Yeah. Right. You, Meant to be. You, you know, and he just fell in. He, he came in. He went into preseason soccer practices before his freshman year, and right away the group was awesome. The coach was awesome, and it just took off from there. That's Lucky. awesome. Um, second week of school, his math teacher said, "Did he know anybody here?" And I mentioned the soccer thing, and and she said, "Oh, that explains it." Because he didn't go to because he didn't younger. go to Kingsborough Elementary. Oh, okay. He went to school in Methuen, so he's brand new to high school, which oh, can wow. be hard for anybody, right? Yeah. Where are you coming from? And I remember driving home with him after that teacher mentioned that. And I said, who on the soccer team is in your math class? And he said, uh, nobody. <laughs> wow. But that's just, the, that was that great. He just fell in with. That's great. Decent human beings. Yeah. And, you know. I think sports is important for that. I think any, I you know, too. if you come in something, come yeah. in with sports, come in with a club, come in yeah, with. Yeah, acting, so theater, can, whatever right, it is. Just kind Some of nod to somebody in the yeah. hallway, right? That yeah. the seniors aren't all terrifying. That the, yeah, right. Know. Wait, so what is he doing now? What's he going to do? So he is ready for his senior year at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. Where oh, I thought you meant he just graduated. No, he graduated in 2019. Oh, my God. So he's- uh, Right before the, the uh, war. Right before the world fell apart. Yeah. So he's an aerospace engineer. So he's literally a rocket scientist. I was going to say he sounds very <laughs> unintelligent. Which is his revenge on his English teacher parents. Because my wife is a principal, but before she was on her way up, she was an English wow. teacher as well. So I don't have to help him with his homework. That's no, a real bonus. No, sure don't. No. I, um, the SAT prep class I teach for April Fool's Day, I asked him <laughs> to send me one of his homework problems, which oh, wow. is you can't even oh. read it aloud. The math symbols you don't even know. You just I, can't no, even I picture wouldn't. them all. And I plugged it in after three reasonable SAT problems. So their kids are motoring <laughs> through them. And all of a sudden, they get to this thing. I like about, a prank. Yeah, yeah. Like something in outer space with torque and direction. They, they were, were people like, freaking out and sweating? No, they were kind of, They were like, I don't think we've learned this yet. I'm like, no, you definitely haven't. You just said, yes, we did. It's like there it was, was that right, day I, you I missed. I could have hammered them. I could <laughs> yeah. have pounded on them. Like, why can't you? This is like an easy one. Yeah. But this is a Z axis. Nobody knows that. Remember yeah. your X and Y axis? Yeah. No, there's, yeah, a, yeah. there's a Z axis. They keep that secret till you get to Doesn't college. that go diagonal? Come straight out. It's 3D. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I just took a guess. Right. That was good though. Right? Right? I mean, at least you had a, some right yeah, kind of no. line. Yeah. You had a good word there. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I haven't yeah. been able to help. <laughs> yeah. Diagonal. You'll, you'll poke your eye out with the Z axis. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been able to help my kids with math since the third grade and they make fun right? of me. And they're so better I'm people core. for it. Common <laughs> core. What? <laughs> they're better people for it. Right? Totally. Totally. I didn't hammer them with flashcards. I actually love it. Yeah. You don't want me helping you with your math. No. Jen and I had to, we were tortured with flashcards. Tom used to dr- oh, do it with yeah, you my and my dad did it with oh, me. man. All summer. Mrs. Crabapple, he called himself. Is that right? <laughs> yep. Crabapple. Yeah. <laughs> the joys of education, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and he tutored me and I did very well. He was an okay. engineer. Yes. He was very smart. Yes. So, Kevin, hmm. let's talk about your books. Okay. You wrote a book in 2013? Yes. Called Fatherload? Yeah, that was my first one. So we adopted our son. My wife Rose and I adopted our son John from Ukraine in 2001. And it was a long road to get there, as many adoptions are. It was 19 days, which seemed like a lot to us. But most of the adoptions we were hearing about were taking six weeks and sometimes two trips. 
So we flew to Kiev and then we drove down to a town called Mikolaev on the Black Sea where mm-hmm. the orphanage was. And he was four months old and he weighed nine pounds. I remember oh. meeting him when he was, he was tiny, tiny baby. Oh tiny. my gosh. You know, we, you, you go through all the bureaucracy and all of that. And, and we had to go to Poland, which was another whole story. And then we brought him home right at the start of the summer. So long story longer, we, you know, I kept my journal. That summer, I turned the journal into a narrative. And that became the first 60 or 70 pages of the book. And I knew I wanted something concrete that was there. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people feel like I got a book. Yeah. Right. There's a book in me. And that was my feeling. Then, I so. feel that way too. Like, I, I, Oh, you've got stories. I've always that's, wanted to yeah. write a book, but I think that's amazing actually doing it. Because yeah. a lot of people say, I want to write a book, I want to write a book. But yeah. I think just doing it is amazing. And you've done, and you've written too. Right. Well, the first one, again, it was more, it, then it became a collection. Like I had, I had some stuff from my sports writing days that I was very happy with, things that were funny or things yeah. that I thought were insightful. And then, you know, so that book came together. And I was very happy with it. I have a question. When you sure. wrote the book, did you actually take it to the publisher or do you have someone like help you? Well, this first one, I self-published. You know, it was actually funny. You talk about my wow. students. We had, a, we had a freshman who had self-published a novel. Wow. So this is, again, why I love my job. I went to a 15-year-old and said, how do I get a book published? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, Learn uh, from your people. Yep. And she mentioned who she had worked with and everything else. And, uh, you know, it's an investment. It's a vanity project. Of course. Um, yeah. But it was important to me and, and, you know, Rose supported it and everything else. So, so that came out in 2013. Yeah. Like so I tell said, us a little bit about the adoption. So you, you meet John. Mm-hmm. So do you meet him and then you have to go away again or do you meet him and take him? So every story is different. When we first went with the agency, they were working in numerous countries and they said, you know, some program is going to click with you. Don't feel bad about how you feel mm-hmm. about adopting, right? Some people are set out to get a girl or a boy or, you know, if you go to Columbia, if this or that, if the skin color is different. Gender? We wanted, no, we didn't care. Actually, what we cared about was it was actually quicker to get a boy. Most of the families that requested, requested girls, so then a line forms. Okay. And fewer boys are given up for adoptions in a lot of countries because that's the thing. That's so, the thing, yep. So, and did you know you wanted to go to the Ukraine? So out of the programs with this agency, that was the one that would be the quickest. If we were, if we were going to go to Russia, it was going to involve two trips, which is expense and time. Yeah. We like um, the Ukraine. Right? And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going there. Yeah. They told us that we were going to fly on Mother's Day oh. to go to Ukraine to adopt oh, yeah, our that's son. that's awesome. That's amazing. Ex- well, it wasn't because the whole program collapsed because some rogue prosecutor was like ranting that all these rich Americans were coming to Ukraine and we can't take care of our kids. So the program shut down. Oh, what? God. So there were three weeks that we were in limbo. We thought we'd have to start all over again. Oh, my God. Um, you know, are we even going to go to a new country or whatever? And then all of a sudden, my wife and I are driving to church. We get a call from our facilitator. And he says, we're back on board. Can you fly in a week? Like, sure, we can go in a week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go. We we'll pay. Out. So he was born on February 11th, 2001. And I'm processing this. I'm like, well, what? February 11th. That's my wife's birthday. And it's my parents' anniversary. Oh, oh wow. I didn't know that, I didn't know that like, second oh, part. He says, oh, my hands are shaking. He's, and I said, okay. And okay. They, they name them when the baby's born. The, the woman had given him up for adoption, but they said they have to assign a name. And his name is Mikhail Prokopovich. And I Kim's said, okay, Pro-Cop. so Kim is Prokop, shortened Kim's when her family- la- Kim's last name is Prokop. Was Prokop. Wow. So they shortened that when the family immigrated. Oh, my, wait. my middle name is Michael, my brother Michael. Yes. It's like, okay, I think this is all the kid right. that was meant for us all along. 
And that's amazing. So then when you land and you get there, you go wow. through all of these motions, right? The end thing is going to happen, but you have to go to this agency and they literally hand you a binder that's about four inches thick, full of pictures of little kids. And they say, which one do you want? Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> and wow. we were prepped. Our facilities just point to one, just point to one and say, that's the one because you're already set. Oh, when you already you, when, have. When you leave here, you're going to go get this February 11th. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So we, yeah. So thank goodness we were prepped, right? Wait, I'm still floored that I didn't know that that was Kim's last name. I'm sorry. That was like right? a Kim Prokop. Yeah, right? that was her How did name. I not know that? You're going to have to bring her back on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she yeah, she's the best. Sorry, keep going. No, she is. So that was it. So then it was, you know, driving down roadsides and it's a six hour drive and, you know, we, we see this and he was, he was in uh, the infirmary because he'd had a digestive diarrhea problem. Yep. So, so yeah, he was tiny. He was pale. And, I met and him it, and he was very long and skinny and pale yeah. with big giant blue eyes. Yeah. The giant eyes. Yeah. Oh. And again, they said, you know, do you want this one? Like, <laughs> it's not a car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not like, a car. Wait, and got, what happened to the kid, the babe, the kid that you pointed that's to? Just, he might've been adopted Formality. three years ago. Oh, He's really? just still it's on the sham. binder. Wow. He's still on the binder. Right. It's a sham. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I love that word. Sorry. Racket. Yeah. It's a racket. So wow. yeah, so that's you know one thing leads to another, and so when you saw him, what were your? I'm gonna just go, is like well, I'm gonna it's Barbara funny. Walters they, you. They um, <laughs> they they swaddle. Talk about swaddling. Swaddling yeah. is not gentle. Swaddling is wrapped tight, <laughs> like a straitjacket. So yeah, it is like a straitjacket because apparently, I, it, partly it's culture, but partly I think they just couldn't keep an eye on all these kids all the time. When we got a couple of hours a day to see him as the paperwork's progressing, they would unwrap him. And he was so happy to have his arms free and his legs free. And I remember the video we see now, I hold him in my arms and I'm just swinging him. Oh, yeah. And I think, I still think that's why we're amusement park maniacs. Like he (laughs) loves, and skiing, I don't know, you still haven't skied with him, but he he skis 100 miles an hour. He loves roller coasters. He likes speed and movement. Nice. um, Because he had that swaddle. He's like, I got to get out. And when we got home, the worst summer of our lives, this kid, as soon as he was in a car seat, started screaming at the top of his lungs. Because he was restrained. Because he was back in oh, the restraint. Yeah. Screaming. That makes sense. We were up in Maine wow. with a family vacation and Rose and I were like daily traumatized <laughs> as we're working through this. And Gosh. her mom is like, can't be that bad. But like it's that come bad. back to the hotel in our car from Old Orchard Beach and ride with John. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, yeah, it's bad. When I first met him, so I met him at Kim and Chris's old house on Bridge Street. And then I saw him a bunch of times at the lake, mm-hmm. and he was always happy. Oh, yeah. 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 That's- He's a happy baby. Yeah. So, we thank God for that, you know, that we- <laughs> I think part of it is you get them before they're too old, which is the horror of- Yeah. You know, Reactive every, attachment disorder and all Every country, other. every situation, yeah. you know, a kid needs a family right away. Right. Uh, so, when you saw, you met him, and then how long until you could take him home? So, the whole trip was 19 days. So we had a couple of days that we were waiting for paperwork in Mikolaev, and then we drove to back to Kiev, and we had some work there at the embassy. And it's interesting, the embassy there can process your paperwork to leave the country with your child. Faster than. But they don't have the paperwork to get you into the United States. Like, you can leave, but you can't go where you want to go. So that's why we had to go to Warsaw. I was going to say, we went to Poland. Um, and we were Warsaw for three or four days, I think. And that was that was like a breath of fresh air. Warsaw was beautiful. They treated us like gold. It was, and you had John with you. And we had a John with us. Oh, yeah. Because cool. 
Because that must yeah. have felt like forever. I can't imagine meeting your son, this baby that you're now like he's yours, and not being able to keep him like yours, like right. having to wait. And yeah, you get your daily visits, and it, and it's yes. funny. Now, like to this day, like Rose looks at it was June June 11th was the day the judge in Kiev said he's all yours. She looks at that as a, his adoption day. Yeah, uh, and I look at June 19th because that's the day we landed in Boston. Wow. Yeah. So we still say June 11th. You know, yeah. That's your, that's your better day. day. Yeah, we like right? that day better. Yeah. yeah. Other questions. I have a funny one if we want to lighten up funny, a bit. I love funny, yeah. Okay. So everything's on the table here, right? Absolutely. I love this table. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big table. <laughs> so what's the one thing? I heard you were a little bit of a hellraiser when you were younger, and I heard it through um, from you. <laughs> no, I heard it from other people. <laughs> and I heard it well, from you. Well, you know the family. You've heard a bunch of the stories. So. All right. Maybe I know some people in your family. Yeah. What's the one thing that you should have been arrested for, but got away with. Okay. So nothing I was actually arrested for. Oh. <laughs> no, we're not going I there. mean, you can go wherever uh, you want with that. No, but I you, didn't know you were arrested. That's a better question. Oh, come on. Maybe I did. Um, Wait, no, how many, how many brothers are there? Let me just... I was one of six kids. Yeah. There were four boys growing yeah. up. Yeah. We a lot of arrests. eight years apart. Oh, wow. Irish family. Yeah. The rhythm method. Yeah. <laughs> Pull and pray. I feel like we've was, talked about um, this. I was the second oldest. So it was my oldest sister, Kathy. It was Kathy, Kevin, Kelly, Chris, Mike, and Dan. My parents just ran out of alliteration. <laughs> right. You know, Keith was still available. Kanye. Carl. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kanye. I could have gone there, but. I mean, Kanye goes right? really well with your yeah. family. Right. Kanye yeah, Redmond. Yeah. yeah. Would have totally been great good. for interviews. Right. <laughs> what happened here? Right. We can start calling Mike that. Right? <laughs> we sure can. Shout out Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, so you may remember some of the stories of the road trips. You know, like we went to Villanova a lot. We went to baseball. We loved Baltimore. We, we took, went to Baltimore year after year, my brothers and a couple of our friends. Because, you know, in a big family, your, your friends meld. Yes. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter what age That's you are. That's true. Like, uh, you guys you know, all have right? interchangeable it, friends. Yeah, absolutely. I call it a friend blend. Friend blend. Yeah, friend blend. <laughs> so we would, we would descend on Baltimore every year with anywhere from <laughs> six descend. to ten guys in their 20s. When Camden Yards got built, you know, that was a big deal. It's a beautiful ballpark and uh, the city's great. We just had so much fun there. So, um, the story's going south. <laughs> so we're walking towards the restaurant, bar, district and everything else. So we're walking down and there's a big banner that has the Baltimore Orioles logo on it. And it says something about Camden Yards, Baltimore. And it's like 10 or 12 feet off the ground, off the sidewalk. And they've got... A dozen of them going down one side of the hotel and then the other. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we're looking at these like, these are really nice. <laughs> we and, should put one in our hotel. We, right, <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. go out and do our thing. Now we're on our way back to the hotel. Which How many people can we put on shoulders? We Fortunately, you know, our friends are all of a certain similar height. <laughs> we, we hang out with six footers. Except Danny. So <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Danny. <laughs> Our friend H-Man, Paul, gives me 10 fingers, and <laughs> I pull up to the bottom bar. So there's a, a bar sticking out of the hotel that loops, you know, the banner is a loop, uh, and it's, hold, it's held on the bottom oh and the top. God. So I, It's I like a Z-line. Yeah, I slide the banner <laughs> off the bottom pole and pull myself up. So now I'm standing on this bar. Oh, my. Like oh. 10 feet off the ground. Okay. And I'm not a pull-up champion. I don't know how no. I got up there. And I'm sure you're not sober. And I'm, Oh, definitely not that. <laughs> Blood is so thin. So now I'm sliding the top loop off of that bar. And as I get that off and it drops to the ground, the bottom bar breaks. Uh -oh. So I just drop to the ground and crash. But we've got the banner. So we're <laughs> but you have no legs. Our asses <laughs> right, off. Right, right. We're laughing our brains out. And we are certain that the FBI has just been alerted that yeah. the banner has been stolen off mm -hmm. the Holiday Inn, right? So we 
just run to the end of the block and duck behind a couple of cars in a parking lot because we're laughing so hard we can't move. <laughs> we're can't just crippled flag. with laughter. <laughs> but we've got the we've got the banner and there's some blood on it, oh, <laughs> which is even better. Uh, even better. And we're just just roaring. So we sprint back to our hotel and we get into the hotel and we go straight to the elevators and there's, you know, again, six, eight, ten guys with this blood soaked banner. <laughs> And this family of four has just checked in and they're waiting uh, for the elevator. So this is like the classic <laughs> uh-huh. husband, wife, blonde daughter, blonde son standing Aryan in front Nation. of the elevator. Yep. <laughs> and here we are with this banner and we're like showing it to the kid, like unfurling Blood. it a little bit like, look what we got. DNA. And he's just seeing the blood. Still <laughs> laughing hysterically. Yeah. And the he's like, sir, like, you have no legs. And I'm just picturing the, the mother's probably like, oh my God. And the father's like, oh, what room are they we in? We shouldn't have yeah. stayed here. Yeah. This is a bad can idea. I go, can I go hang with them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm going to go out for some ice. <laughs> I don't know where the banner is now. There's no evidence. Oh, you so didn't get caught. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations. Okay, oh, yeah, has no, that was the question. So, yes. Yeah, we did not get arrested. <laughs> oh, we definitely deserved. And your to legs be. were fine. Where was the blood yeah, from? Yeah, no, we all survived. An elbow. Okay, you, like hit the ground, then rolled. Perfect. So you didn't break right? a leg. No, and it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't cranial. Unless oh, I don't know God. about it. To I this was going to say, I mean, right? it might have been a little bit. There probably was some damage. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> it stays there. Whatever right. happens in Baltimore stays I am in Baltimore. Who I am, yeah. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> Do you have any weird like are you unreasonably or reasonably afraid of anything? No, I I like poking holes in other people's Oh ideas. goodness. Okay. It's weird that you said that. <laughs> what, was somebody on that page? Kevin. Kevin <laughs> what? What's have you ever happening? Tripop phobia. Say it three times fast. Tripopphobia. Yeah, you what? might be able to send me a phobia that I'd be like, oh, wait. Yeah, that okay, kind of okay, does. Okay. In my job, like we have weird, like, oh, like, so. Yeah. See, okay, so, so you see same, a lot more than I do. Right, same reaction. It's, it's not that. It's the fear. She just showed me a picture of a gross foot. No, yeah. but it's it not that. Like, it looks Anyone. like somebody stepped on like. Captain Crunch Cran Raspberry. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> or like it's 12 jellyfish. Like, even a strawberry, but not that's not that bad. And I'm not afraid of that. But like the holes asymmetrical in it is or symmetrical multiple holes. Oh, you like order. I don't care for that at all. <laughs> at all. Hey, how don't... often in your life does this crop up? You get starfish <laughs> in your windows. That's that's I know, but that's <laughs> I can't see the holes. I don't want it under a microscope. I can't see the holes that okay. much. Ew. So has this come up in your job reviews every year? No, uh, but it's just something I realized about three years ago. Somebody put multiple holes in their pumpkins around this neighborhood here. Okay. It's a horrible neighborhood. Uh, All right. My uh, well, now you've opened the door because well, what would Chris do with this information? Uh, oh, you my God. You realize oh, he would this put, opens like, the door for like 10 consecutive years of pranks. Oh, yeah. What would Chris she has do? Just yeah. W-W-S-C. I have, yeah. I have a new direction in my life. Yeah. So thank you very uh-huh. much no. for that. Oh, yes. No, no, no. No, yes. Oh, oh my God. So, Chris, oh, yeah. we're talking about- It's going to um, be in the hood of your car. It's going to be in your <laughs> front steps. It's, I love it. He's going to pull coals everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah. upsetting. It's going to be yeah. everywhere. I don't like Wait, that. I'm going to help you face your fears. She asked me about it, and then she shows me all those pictures, and it's like, they're nauseating pictures. So then she diagnoses me. She was it. I did say this before you asked me this. I like to poke holes in people. Yes, right? you did. So now I'm going to act. And this. I li- literally was like, yeah. "Oh my god, I'm sweating now." It's only a half hour drive from my house. I can do this. <laughs> we can. We can. We can be in cahoots. I can do, do seventy it. pumpkins. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Yes. Remember what was that? Remember that was like that spicy hot dog I put in your car. I'm remember, sorry? it What's was that? like a, I got it at a Is that store. Your college life, you're talking no, about? it was here. Remember, and then like I put it in your mailbox and. 
We went oh, to Maine. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. Oh, so this inspired. Can I tell you one of my favorite pranks from high school days? Yes, yes. I so, love pranks. You know Zeke. Me too. Of Zeke, course, right? we know Zeke. He's famous. So, Shout out. So we. Um, no, I don't. Who's Zeke? Oh, you've met Zeke. His, his nickname hate- is from his last name. I don't think we can say it on the air, but yes, we, we can. I mean, Chris, okay. you can. Well, how many of them are out there? Right? I don't know who's Bill. Stalking. His Bill. Bill. Yeah, we'll say we call, Bill. We call him Zeke. What's his last name? <laughs> We'll I used to Zeke. think I used to think it was Zaha Rulis. It's yeah. not. <laughs> it's a very elaborate spelling that begins with Z. Okay. So All right. we we had a great bunch of comedians. Our soccer team had Zeke, Steve, Steve. I mean, we just had some funny people. So one night Zeke and I drove downtown to the old Star Market in North Andover. The old Star and Market. Two pounds of olive loaf. <laughs> what? And drove out to Wait. our friend John Keller. It's a bread with olives. Who? In it. Um, <laughs> It's bologna, yeah, bologna with olives. Oh, bologna. It's a bologna. Yeah, it's gross. Bologna. It's, it's terrible. Not, it's not bread with so, olives in it. I made that up. Even better is the two of us walk through the market. One of our classmates is on the register, and she sees us two idiots come through with two pounds of olive loaf, oh, and that's it. Nothing good and comes of that. And she's like, what are you two doing? We said, you'll hear about it tomorrow. Oh, so, <laughs> it's like mid to late November, you know, when the frost hits and it gets a little chilly at night. So we drive out to the far end of town where this kid lives, and he's driving one of the original Honda Civics, which is like a Mini Cooper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they went 200,000 miles. Yeah. So our intent was to cover his windshield with olive loaf. Oh. Ew. <laughs> so Amazing. each of us has a pound in our hands, and we're flinging it like Frisbees. And the very first piece oh, so it was like hits sliced. the windshield like split. Yeah, it's Oscar Mayer. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it's like split. It's cold cut. I, I, I was just picturing it still in the loaf. Like you just bought a big yeah, no, two pound. No, it's a cold cut. Yeah, yeah. it's it, yeah, absolutely uh-huh. it's sliced. So um yeah, it hits the windshield, it makes the sound. Flap. And I'm already doubled <laughs> over laughing. So we stagger through, we cover the whole windshield, we put a slice on each rear view mirror. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Smells. And, and we were stealthy. We parked like a quarter of a mile away. So we go back to the car, right? Our hands stink. There was no hand sanitizer <laughs> then, right? So or a bottle of water. He drops me off, he goes home. And the next morning, we just thought it would be funny to have the car covered in olive loaf. We hadn't anticipated <laughs> the frost. Random. The frost froze it to his windshield. Oh, no. So his father, John's telling us in school that morning, he says, my father looks out the window and he says, John, there appear to be some <laughs> stickers on your car. <laughs> Goes on, Baloney like, stickers. Those are not stickers. So now we're talking large about your stickers. hand stinking. He's got to use an ice scraper oh. to get two pounds of Ugh, olive, olive loaf, loaf scraped off of the windshield. Where of did you guys car. come so, up with olive loaf? I don't of know. All the this things. is the kind They're of people boys. I hung out with. No, it's boys. It's boys. Oh, were yet. you drinking? No. Oh no! This not is a that sober night. prank. Yeah, yeah. Gen a- boys are dumb. <laughs> I. I I mean, I dumb have. and hilarious. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> right? All at a good, all at a good, co- right? good because, fun. Because if you ask why are you doing it, there's right. no answer. Yes, but, but it is funny. But if you ask why not, there's yeah. no answer either. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. That's the other night. All right. So to all the parents who are waking up this oh. November to kids with olive loaf on their yeah, <laughs> I feel like sorry, sorry. you're gonna, sorry. You're gonna sorry, resurrect sorry. that prank. <laughs> a lot of people are gonna have loaf. My next question is. Everybody has their little idiosyncrasies and as we talk about sometimes, and I've diagnosed Christine multiple times. Thank you. (laughs) And we all have like a little touch of mental illness, I think, (laughs) you know? Yeah. What would you diagnose yourself if you had one... One diagnosis. I love that you said you diagnosed me with a few things. We all have one little mental. I diagnosed her with several. (laughs) No, Mm. just your lateness, your chronic lateness, Uh which is a sign of ADHD, by the way. (laughs) Which I've been well diagnosed with. I'm going to step back from you two. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Banter, Kevin. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's probably close. I don't know if it's ADHD. I'm I'm kind of Target obsessed and in, in routine like like, I like Target my like the store because I like that too. <laughs> no, not the store. I'm not a shopper. Fair question. Um, you know, when the summertime hits, I want I want my hiking days. Hmm. That's impressive goals. Um, yeah. The summertime, the first two weeks are kind of tricky because my wife and I are both in education. In the school year, it's go, go, go. Yes. You know, I get up. My morning is quiet. I get up and run. I don't listen to music when I run. It's the only time of day I don't want music. That's amazing. I have my breakfast and I I go. Right. You run every morning pretty much five days a week. And you listen to our podcast, right? In the morning sometimes you were saying? Breakfast time, yeah. Yeah. Love it. So I'm kind of in my own space and I'm used to that space. It doesn't mean I don't want to be around other people. So the summertime is kind of like, okay, now there's other people in the house. My son's home. My wife's home. Let me get the hell out of here. Well, no, it's not that. It's it's more like sometimes I come across as grumpy because I'm not communicative. <laughs> right. Right. I just- Because you need m- some- Morning is, let me, let me catch up. What kind of hell has been unleashed overnight in the, in the world? <laughs> Let me catch up on that. Said um, no one ever. Right. It's not a good way to start so the I'm, day, I'm, Kevin. I don't think I'm, I'm not snarly, but I come across as why are you talk. I, you know, just a little. I mean, why silence. are you just talking? Just a little. Right? I, like, I like some silence and some coffee. Right. <laughs> why are you right? talking? But I run first so, thing. Like, I don't even take coffee. I'm just like out the door run. Right. That makes me sane. Yeah. Not me. Right. Neither. So it's just, I like, I like my headspace. I like getting my head squared around the day. Yep. And I need it myself because now, now all of a sudden when school years help, my routine is not there. Yeah. So it's like, I like my lists. It's like, all right, what do I, here's the whole list of things I want to do this summer. Maybe today I'll clean oh, out so my study. Oh, so that's a little OCD. Maybe today I'll clean out the study. Maybe I, I'm not great with downtime. I'm a terrible beach person. Okay. I'm not sit on the he beach He can't go chair. on vacation with no, us. No, absolutely not. We don't not. sit. <laughs> I know. We never sit. No, you don't sit. We walk miles and miles yeah, we, and miles. See, that I'd be okay yeah, with. Yeah, we say yeah. we're going to go on the beach and we do. We just right. walk, run, whatever yeah, on the beach. Except yes. for when I was sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, because she was hungry. dying. Yeah. But no, I agree with the headspace in the morning. I need that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to clear it. I need mm-hmm. to clear it all out. Yeah. And I it makes me be sane. It makes me sane to run in the morning and I can't run in the afternoon. <laughs> No, too tired. Too tired. Yeah. Yeah, and too hot. Yeah, that too. Like that Yankee homecoming year. race here in Newburyport. Kim runs it every year and hates it. I, She's like, they it, give you a hot dog. They give it's you a boiled hot, hot, hot dog at the end. Are they <laughs> so red? Fr- Are yeah. they red hot no. dogs? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Nothing. Are you telling me to drink? She, yes, yes. I drink. was telling you to drink. Right. You drink. said hot dog. I think that was the rule today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone drink. Drink. hot dog, everyone drinks. All right, drink. Oh, I wanted to ask you, Kevin. So, Christine and I ran the 2018 marathon, Boston Marathon from hell. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because we were running in um, 40 mile an hour headwinds, not a tailwind, in case anybody's wondering. Yep. A headwind. Monsoon. Monsoon. And that was an important date for you. Well, yeah. When I was thinking about coming on here, you know, I love love what this podcast is. You know, that's silly. (laughs) Yeah. Because. Because you do, you get to a certain point and it's like you realize everybody's going to get some shit. In their yeah. life. Crafters. It's someday. Crafters. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come in. I was diagnosed with colorectal cancer. Uh, they spotted it in the fall of 2018. And it was not a life or death. It wasn't a fight for life. It was like, we got this. It was a T2. It was one tumor. And they said, we're going we're gonna to go in. This is what we're going to do. And that was detected so, through a normal screening? Yeah, it was a, it was a scope. So mm-hmm. shout out. Shout out right. to Scopes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the best a, clean a out ever. colonoscopy is better than cancer. Right. <laughs> totally. So, and I actually don't best, mind it. It's the best 25 yeah. minutes of it's sleep. It's a nap. Yeah. Right? And yeah. your, your you body's know? like cleaned out. Right. I can deal with the clean out. Yeah. Right? Once, once you've had seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, whatever I'm at right now. Right. So, um, You're like a ballerina. 
<laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. You're looking at me right here. You get a lot of nerve calling me a ballerina. Uh, <laughs> so um, anyway, you know, the, you go through, it was January and February of um, chemo and radiation and then the six weeks off before they can operate. And anyway, I'm in a hotel room, a uh, hotel room. I call it a hotel room. <laughs> it's a hospital I'm in a hospital room. <laughs> I'm, in, um, I'm in Beth Israel. And it felt like a hotel room because the nurses were phenomenal. They couldn't, they were just so pleasant, so conversational. They were not, you know, just, it's time for this, it's time for that. It was a private room just by luck. I happened to get into a single. Um, that is lucky. It was April. Yeah. So it was a, it was a great, I'm, I'm watching like the best sports events of the year. I'm reading books. It's quiet yeah. and I'm in good hands. Yeah. And I'm watching Beth these, great. and I'm watching these maniacs <laughs> run 26 miles in the most miserable conditions. Who? I've ever seen in my so life. So weird. And as a sports writer, I'd always said the Boston Marathon's terrible to train for because you train in winter conditions. Uh-huh. And then nine times out of 10, boom, here's your 88 degree day. Yes. Yes. Go have fun with that, right? Yeah. But this was the worst. It was the worst. And I forget some, I don't know, it wasn't an email. It might have been Facebook. I messaged you. I'm like, you're a beast. <laughs> Sure am. And you knew what I was going through, and you were like, so you, and it hadn't occurred to me. I'm yeah. like, no. You're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, in a bed. I'm but, in the hands of others. But you were oh. going through a but, fight. Yeah, but the worst so of was it was I. over, right? But the, yeah, so it was it was just kind of cool, and that's, you know, that's why I wanted, you know, I wanted to talk about that today, because everybody's in a fight. Yes. And I mean, we were, that day, I remember, because you were in the hospital, and I thought about you, because you have time to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> during, uh, too that much. That one yeah. really during that a, was during a run, yeah. as you do too. When you're going right. through, you know, yeah. chemo and cancer, you have a lot of time to think and reflect. And I remember, you know, thinking about you and thinking about like, and I always say this, and I know it sounds cheesy, but it really is true. When I'm running, I've run twice now the marathon, and I think I can do this because I work with people that can't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I work with disabled people, and they can't, and they, you know, some people want to and really like would love to. You ran for your son who couldn't and yeah. can't. Yeah. So I think that we we have to like think of the goodness there. And I, I know that, you know, we like to be silly and, and fluffy and all that, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. But yeah, that day was absolute hell, but it was good. Oh, and there so, was many, so many, yeah. so many funnies. We kept yeah. eating like, I don't know pickles why. Pickles off the ground. Yep. Nope. My cousin we, gave me pickles. I know. And then they fell on the ground. We didn't pick them <laughs> up. Like, Did we eat those? <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah. Because I was delusional but, at one point. Uh, oh yeah. But the you, little lady in the khakis. Somebody gave you Swedish fish, and oh, like yeah. I feel like that's where all the pictures were taken. Oh, really? Like you had like <laughs> yeah. a mouthful, Chipmunks. like two yeah. cheeks yeah. full of Swedish that, fish. That's but, high on the list of what to do in a marathon, right? Yeah, yeah. Swedish fish, yeah, right? and Sour Patch Kids. But I also, <laughs> yeah, sanctioned by the BAA. Yeah, <laughs> but I also think that like everyone's so connected. The more you like can see the connections and how everyone. So like that is such, like here we are sitting here. What year is it? Just kidding. 2022. (laughs) And you have that connection with the marathon. And there you were in that stage in your life. For me, that marathon, I always say was a metaphor for my life because it was a complete Mm. shit show at that point, right? Devin and died. I was getting divorced, like whatever, but I had you by my side. And I love that you made that connection. I think that's like the coolest. I mean, not that we were all in shitty places, but we're all here now. Right. Right. And we're all good. Yeah, we're all good. Right. Right. And And you look at what somebody else is doing. Yes. Yeah, and you think, oh my god. Yeah, and, you, and it it helps you get out of your own head for a little mm-hmm. while. Right, like it's good to be in your head. Yeah, right. Both ways, right? That, right. Yeah. yeah, that's why I always say too, like share your stories because yeah. it's so important because it will help someone else. No right. matter. Yeah. Full circle back to your book. 
we started saying we were going to write a book before the podcast, before right. we started doing this. And they were like, oh, we'll just do a podcast. Yeah, we're like, we're a little lazy for a book. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And who knew what yeah. a podcast entailed? Yeah, but we it had no out. idea what, what we were it doing. Worked out. Yeah. And then we met some cool people. Yeah, we Lots did. Lots of them. Yeah. Yes. Lots of them. Yeah. Oh, I have a funny one. What's an insult you've received that you're really proud of? <laughs> oh, this, that's an easy one. And transparency, you didn't prep me on that no, one. No, I did not. You know, the horror of hybrid learning last year. Ugh. Right? Hats off to right? you. Yes. PTSD, everywhere all triggered. When, oh right? God. There was so much tech. And, you know, my perspective as a teacher, yours, I'm sure it was parents, everything was a different look, but you had all chats open. My kids had 12 groups, screens open at the same and time. And all of this stuff. I, I think I did okay with it, but every now and then you forgot to click this off or click that off. So at one point, a sophomore in the chat put, Mr. Edmund, can you please mute yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wait, you're because teaching? I'm, yeah, I'm teaching, but they were supposed to be in their smallish groups, right? So you're supposed to like shut it down and oh, let I them thought, have their discussion. But yeah, that's exactly what comes across. And I, I typed into the chat. I said, students have been waiting for years to tell Mr. Redmond to mute himself. We've had enough, so, Mr. Redmond. That's about it. That is yes. awesome. Click, I'm out. That is awesome. That is awesome. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I feel like we could chat all day, but... We've got to. I know. Yeah, we got to cheers this one out. Yes, we do. But I do want. I, I do want to ask you one more thing. Sure. <laughs> Something you're like my about- dad right now. We got to go, and you're like, no, nope, nope, just one more, just nope, one nope, more. No, nope, no, nope. because good chemicals. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've been around this. So one of the classes I teach is a research class. Students select it. They volunteer to take it, and they end with 20 pages of research on a topic of their choosing. A petition it for. Over This will be 16 years coming up, and over 350 students have gone off to college with 20-page papers uh, wow. of all different – and they choose the topic. So it comes and goes. You know, we've, we've had you know, a few years back, it was students researching teen obesity, adolescent obesity, and all of that. There's a lot of mental health issues and things like that right now. I had a bunch this year and several different angles looking at what the brain is doing when things are going well mm-hmm. versus when it's not going well. Some of them are as simple as, you know, just dopamine. You know, what what happens when you run? Yes. You get, mm-hmm. you know, the runner's high, that old cliche. The short answer right now is like nothing's really mental. Everything is driven by glands and chemicals and things like that. So what we talk about these days is mental is more, no, your brain's driving this. So every day is a battle between basically dopamine and your amygdala, mm-hmm. right? Your amygdala is like amygdala. morning, morning. Everything's terrifying. <laughs> It's like, these words are too big for me. No, you know amygdala. (laughs) Amygdala, yes. (laughs) But it's kind of cool. So so one thing, one student did, um, her whole research was relationships and breakups and attraction and why people, not just relationship attractions, but why we attracted to activities. The law of attraction of anything. That too. Yes. Right. Why are we attracted to running or hiking or skiing or any of that stuff? And what happens when there's a breakup? What I found really fascinating was... When you're in a good relationship, whether it's your relationship with another person or relationship with hiking, it's constant good chemicals from the brain. Mm-hmm. Your dopamine's firing, your oxytocin, your end, yeah, all that good yep. stuff is firing and you do it continually and you get used to it. And you need it. And you yeah. need it, yeah. right? And that's, right? When you have a good patient, you walk into a room and you're happy, yes, right? Because you get grumpy patients, I bet. Oh, a couple. <laughs> right? And they, they cut that off, mm-hmm. right? The chemicals aren't flowing. But when it's a prolonged relationship that's really good and then it ends, 
your system crashes. Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. an addict. Yeah. Right. It's like an addict sure. has been cut off. The body doesn't know what to do. The amygdala fires up and that's, that's why we're so miserable. And As a people? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, do you mean we're, we're kind of headed that way. <laughs> yeah. But you know, one on, from one to one, yeah, that's when That's why we're so miserable when we, when we give when up something. something bad, right? Yeah. So it is to an extent replaceable. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, so for example, one of the things I wrote up in the book, I had a really tough time in the summer of 2019. I had a great time with my son all the way through his Uh, graduation. Yeah. And besides that, I was teaching his friends. I was, his soccer teammates were coming to our house for Xbox tournaments. You know, his summer was continuing on with graduation parties and hanging out with them all, but it it was like over for me. Yeah. And it was, it was tough. It was like, okay, what's next? He's going 1,200 miles away to college. Right. Wow. And all these other great kids. You lose great kids every year as a teacher. You know, that's part of it. But So I just went out into the mountains and it's like, you can replace that. Like you can get the same yes. chemicals. You can yes. get the dopamine. You can get the oxytocin. You can get- o- The oxygen of, too of, of being right? up there. Well, um, and it's that same thing. You can't choose what happens, but you choose how you do, you react. Exactly. Right. So, right. so, let me so go instead f- of freebasing cocaine- Right. Yeah. Let me you, go find those chemicals. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Not on a street corner. Right. Yeah. right? That's they're, right. They're, they're already in my brain. Right. They're already there. I just need to generate them. That's so great. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not like one hike is going to get you. No. Right. My last question, Kevin, for you is one thing you want to be known as. Oh, I love that. I want to give people the tools to, to just go out and create a good life. I don't want people to live what I've done. I don't think you want people to live what you've done. Right. The reason my life is really great is because I've been out there to take trips, to explore, to to have great people in my life, to recognize the good people in my life. So th- that was important to me. In the end, I don't care what you got on your paper. Right. You know, I don't, I don't care what your grade was. But when I see you in 10 years, you got a good life? Too cool and, shit. And, and yeah. did I, and did I, I have that. anything to do with that? If I had something to do with oh, 100% that. 100% you do. Right. Yeah. So many That's, kids' lives. I'm like, good with that. Yeah. Including your son. Yeah. Yeah. And your wife. And your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Shout we, out to Rosie. Oh, absolutely. We All love the time. her. She is the best. <laughs> she is the best. I love you, awesome. Rosie. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, much, Kevin, yeah. for coming on. This was Cheers. A blast. I can't wait to this read your book. Great. I know. All right. I want to review. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you.